Panic disorder, rage, severe depression On top of all that, I'm stressing uh -huh. Took a blind date to my therapy session And then tried to kill her Her first impression was I'm groovy I gotta be, I need a lumbotomy yes. But when I press play, trouble leaves up out of me Fuck the real world and my fat ass stuck in Cause in my music, hotties are fucking Woo. expression Getting out all I wrote Depression, ripping out all your throat And if my hearing was ever to go Mass murder would be inevitable I'm a Welcome to another episode of Maniacal Music Musings. I'm your host as always, Jeremy. You all know me, the necrophobic 13th Caesar. I've known the death of love in my tr own tragic kingdom. My life is darkness incarnate, and I live 10 leagues beneath contempt. But enough about my last week of my life. My <laughs> co-host, though, he is a devil to the metal. He is known as the angel of death, and if I leave, he will go straight post-mortem. He is courting Baphomet as he shat out of hell with his metal strap on, and one big enough to make odorous Ungarus jealous. It is raining blood as he stands at his altar of sacrifice, bringing an epidemic of the criminally insane. Motherfucking Chancy Grave! Hi! <laughs> <laughs> dude, even a yeah would be better on that one than what you just did. No way, dude. She's still fucking laughing. All right. And if, and if, and if she's still laughing, then that means everybody else that listens on the regular. Every time I do that shit, like he goes on this elaborate whole ass thing, and you just he go, says, "Hi, hi, yep." That and I do that shit on purpose because I think it's just like it is the perfect way to offset that whole thing. Like, how, like what am I supposed to say? To, what am I supposed to say to follow up to that? Like, fucking, you know, no, I'm I, not gonna try and I'm not gonna try and do that. He handled that very well. He does good intros. And then it comes to me, and I just go, hi. Dude, you should have jumped in like, bring your daughter to the slaughter. Like, fucking Christ. <laughs> like, I would have kept that metal a shit if that was me. You are so the fucking Kevin Smith to my J, and that's, that's not the way I saw that shit going when I started it. <laughs> Honestly, I, I, I actually was torn because it was either this or Job for a Cowboy. And I almost went with Job for a Cowboy, but I was like, you know what? I want to pay some respect because, like, I learned, like, I learned how to play "Raining Blood" on guitar and fucking other few other a few other Slayer songs and shit. Like, not all the oh. way through. Like, not like not some of those solos, dude. Some of them solos are sick as fuck, dude. I was gonna say, I'm like. I'm like, what, what kind of job for a cowboy are you doing? A blow job, a hand job? Like, I thought you were talking, I thought, I thought you were talking about other opportunities you had besides this podcast. Like, <laughs> no, that's what I thought. Too. I'm like, where is he going with this? Job, job for a cowboy. Job for a cowboys is is a very good band. Like, fucking entombment for a machine is fucking probably one of my favorite songs of theirs. It's fucking amazing. I, as a matter of fact, the next opportunity that I have. For a metal <laughs> show, I'm bringing job for I'm bringing job for a cowboy. And when you listen to it, I mean, you can talk all the shit you want, but when you listen to it, you're gonna be like, "Holy shit, 
no no i mean it's like it's fucking it's fucking intense i'm sure but i mean if you're gonna if you're gonna give that cowboy that blowjob i mean he's on rocky so you gotta be ready it's gonna be intense as hell but i was i was thinking more of a hand job hey save a horse save a horse ride a cowboy yep but yes, and folks, I'm sorry. It's four minutes in already, and I haven't introduced our <laughs> lovely guest, whose beautiful voice you keep hearing. One half of the 30, 30, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, uh, Vanessa, I always fucked up. The 30, dirty, and not thriving podcast. <laughs> oh, Ashley yeah. Hoff, Ashley Hoffman, ladies and gentlemen. Thank Vanessa you. Vanessa co-star. Yes. You don't know how we love Vanessa on this show, so. Yes, she was on recently, and she's like, you gotta do it! Jeremy and Chansey are amazing! And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and we haven't even got well, to Canada to give nice. her the full brief. We haven't even gotten to Canada to do, to do the Patreon version of this show yet, for God's sake. <laughs> I was I thought you were gonna talk about, like, doing the OnlyFans version. <laughs> no, it's the Patreon. It, it, we're a podcast, so it's Patreon version. We're getting paid for it. It's gotta be through Patreon. Yeah. And, I mean, two guys. One guess. But anyway, <laughs> it just it reminds I, me I of wish, like two girls, one cup. <laughs> dude, I wish I would have been able to get dude. If I, I wish I would have been able to have not been disrupted on that to be able to cut. I was in the flow, <laughs> solid flow. Like I, I knew, too, because like I had a whole ass idea for what I was going to say. All I needed to do is get past the first fucking phrase straight faced and i did and i was like all right (laughs) and then everybody else was laughing and their laughter like i couldn't hear myself and i knew it would drown out in the audio so i started laughing because it's like well god damn you bunch of motherfuckers like you such a bitch it's like laughter is contagious (laughs) <laughs> I know, I know it is. I know it is. But I wish that they would have like muted their mics so that they could have laughed, you know, it to their heart's well, content. Put it this way: it's becoming a thing now because that's the third time that got brought up twice. The second time on this show, and it's fucking becoming a thing. We're gonna be doing often on this show. We might make an ad out of it someday. So what? I'll have you the... I'll have you record it and send it to me, so that way no one's laughing in the background. Well, I'll have to. Oh, I mean, I mean, I'll I'll have to think of something good though, because like it's got it. Let's like trying to catch lightning in a bottle. I mean, I don't let know, alone dude, twice. I fit gold with it three times now, twice on my own now, and I mean, yeah, it's just we we could do it, we could do it, but we gotta get on with the show here. And as always, we start with our guest album. So Ashley. What yes. did you bring to the show that has inspired the greatness that we all decided to bring to this? Yes. And why did you bring it? Um, so I chose uh, What Separates uh, Me From You from A Day to Remember. And I am a huge Day to Remember fan. I have drove seven hours to see them in concert. They put on an amazing show. And I feel personally that this album is their best album from their whole discography. Fight! You're a free! I can make myself with the devil! You've been at it for years, but I couldn't reach 
All right, Kent. Which uh, I'll get. I'll, I'll get to what I want to do in a second. A second, but okay. Kenty, <laughs> your review, good sir. Since I went first last week, uh, I'll take sloppy seconds. That. Um. Honestly, I actually kind of regretted my album choice. Uh, I based my album choice. Well, well. Allow me to like, cause like I understand how that sounds coming out straight out the gate with it. Yeah, but I based my album choice based uh, from like solely on the opening song from your album. Oh, and I was like, oh shit, okay. And I, I didn't, I should, I guess I assumed, but like I didn't really, cause there was enough, you know, heavier tracks on that album that it that it balanced out but i was like oh my god i finally get a fucking throw in a semi you know like a decent heavy one and then i what i'll do is i'll go on my youtube list and hit shuffle and what comes up first is what i throw in mm-hmm. if it's if it's in that same genre and uh i was able to come up with the top five um i i mean yeah. i I enjoyed it. I I know of a day to remember. Uh, they, I'm you know me being a bit older. They were like when I was, you know, I remember being in like middle school, high school, and like Hawthorne Heights and shit like that came out. Yep. And I was, I, it was just I was too old for that shit. Like it was just like, man, that's way too angsty for me. <laughs> but too like, emo. right? <laughs> uh, uh, you know. Going back on it now, though, you know, I like as a like as a guitar player. I I shouldn't call myself a guitar player. I fiddle with the guitar. Uh, I was able to quite enjoy a lot of different tracks off the album. So mm-hmm. all in all, I all in all, I definitely enjoyed it. Well, Chancey assumed making an ass of him and me, but <laughs> but you do I that know. well enough on your own. You didn't need my help. <laughs> Hey, now, just because I did the same exact thing here and got listened to the first track, and I'm, I'm some, uh, I listen to like four tracks. Like I skip like kind of like quarter way through the CD. Like each song, yeah. I can listen to like thirty seconds of it, and just like that gives me an idea. And I, I, I mean, this emo ass like gay shit my brother listened to in high school. I don't personally. I didn't like it then. Now you can listen to it now and enjoy it, but. It's not as bad as it was back then. Back in high school, I would have burnt those CDs to the ground. But <laughs> it's just like I like like I, I swear to God, the singer's voice reminds me of something. I can't think of what it is, or like if he's from something. I looked him up. I'm like, he's not from anything else I listen to. Like, what the hell? Like, I know his voice. Mm-hmm. I don't know why though. I don't know why though. And like my this is not one of my brother's bands. I don't think. I mean, well, I no. Of. I mean, a lot of those bands that you're referring to all kind of sounded the same though. Well, yep. that's why they were all emo ass gay bands, but yeah. <laughs> but, but what's yeah, I mean, what's funny is like it's all metal, but like each album that we all chose is like different and unique in its own way, which <laughs> is, know, which is right. right. It's it's it, it it it's it's kind of funny, but like it, it, the way that we just all like we're like oh yeah, we're kind of in the same genre, but like three different types. <laughs> Yeah, Me all, from the way all, I'm all the way from the way way back. Like, <laughs> hey, yeah. 
on the way back but, the bus, but on, yeah, honestly like i i based it off of the like i said the first track of your uh of your cd yeah and then and then jeremy's pick <laughs> and then i was like oh it's totally okay well yeah, fucking a, dude. yeah like that's <laughs> solid totally metal fucking a metal show here we go <laughs> and yeah i mean i i found data a data number was uh, actually like a decent band i could listen to them i actually was headbanging to them a little bit in the living room and my daughter comes out she's like is that what the dance is to this song and i'm like this is the dance to like five thousand songs but yes <laughs> and this it's just is like the dance of my people where where my daughter should like i'll play this music and she just goes mommy can you shut that off <laughs> I'm like you don't know real music kid <laughs> put back on bloopy yeah no it's jojo siwa for her Oh, yeah. <laughs> and kids, Bob. Don't, don't my girl, my girlfriend's son loves this shit, man. Like he'll just be back there, just like he's a boy. There's a difference. Yeah, but just, I mean, just well, chilling. He likes I it mean, all, my, man. My daughter likes the weirdest music in the world of mine. Like she'll pick the most random songs of mine. Uh, I think like. Oh, this, I forgot what the song's called, but it's freaking like she chooses like the most adult songs, and it's like, do you understand the point of this, really? Like, I'm starting to wonder now. But, um, but yeah, a date of number is actually a pretty good band, and like I kind of listened to them in the middle of our two CDs because I wanted to like I knew what chances would be like, so I wanted to have like a break between the heavy heavy to see if like a date of number would be different. Mm-hmm. And they actually wore like I was expecting them to be a little heavier than they wore, but. It was a good CD. I easily got a couple honorable mentions out of it, even so. It's definitely, and so, I like some of their song titles. They're funny, but but as always, Ashley, you can now give your top five. Yes. Um. So for my album, I did have one honorable mention, and that is actually the first song, "Sticks and Bricks," and uh, just because like I couldn't. I get like the whole album is great, but I can, it's so hard to choose, but like there's five songs that I just, that beat all the other ones out. And so for my number five is uh, the song It's Complicated. Um, and sorry. <laughs> Yeah, was that an Avril Lavigne cover or? No, um, I think it was a spin off of the song "Complicated" by Avril Lavigne because of like this album, like they were trying to go the emo way, and like the whole album is like kind of that breakup album. So like they kind of did a spin on all of their titles for it. Um, for, uh, my number four is better off this way. And for that one, it's just like, I, like with, I I think like for me, like the whole album, I relate to it so much right now, just because, you know, I've recently gone through a breakup and it's, 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 the process of moving forward and that's kind of the whole synopsis of the whole album uh for my number three is all i want 
my number two is if I leave. And then my number one is all signs point to Lauderdale because I hate my fucking town. <laughs> Ooh. That's funny. I mean, I've, I've been to Fort Lauderdale and the fact they make fun of that city, I'm like, how dare you? I wanted to live in that city my, most of my life. Like, <laughs> it's a gorgeous city. But, yeah. But I don't know. That's just me. Maybe there's things there I don't know about. But Yeah, I, I know... Like, you live near Disney. You can't complain if you live in Florida. You're near Disney. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, you you are in beautiful weather all goddamn year long. That's not true. Uh, oh well, yeah, hurricane season. Hurricane season and sweaty the ball humidity season for like seven yeah. months of the year. Sweaty ball season, that chancy. That's what it's called. Damn it. But or uh, ass crack sweat. <laughs> not as big. Not as big an issue, but. <laughs> But, all right, Chauncey, what were your top five for Ashley CD, good sir? Uh, actually, we had one tie, uh, one matchup on our lists, but in different sections. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number five was Sticks and Bricks. Uh, my number four was uh, UB Tales, I'll Be Sonic. Uh, number three was All Signs Point to Lauderdale. Uh, number two was uh, Second Sucks. <laughs> and uh, number one was This is the House that Doubt Built. Yes. Hey, it's funny. None of y'all match with me in this shit at all yet, I gotta say. But my first honorable mention for Ashley C.D., is second sucks because you know the whole i I was, I'm, I'm listening to it i'm like you know i suck you you suck me let's let's go let's go but <laughs> that's just the way i saw it but my, my other album mention was at a time because actually was i was up higher till i got to the end of that album kind of number five was if i leave because that's kind of like i don't know a thing between me and my wife all the time like she she says she wants to leave and i'm just like I'm like, if you leave, you will regret it. But sometimes I'm just like, go then. But number four, I'm like, leave the kids, I guess. I, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> number four is all I want because that, that was actually a song that reminded me of like a lot of like early 2000s, 90s songs. Like, so I could definitely get that one. Number three was better off this way because. In the last week, I've had to think about that a lot and from a lot of circumstances, and it's a good way to like look at life. So, And number two, I meant to put this in the intro for you, Chancey, but you'll be Tails, I'll be Sonic. But, I mean, I, 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 my thinking when someone's saying that to someone is, like, you be Tails, it's just like, you be the bottom, I'm the top. Got it? Good. But, because Tails is totally the bottom, just saying. But, Vanessa is here to see us all. Hello, Vanessa. Why, well, hello there. Why, well, hello there, Clarice. <laughs> and then, of course. <laughs> Calm down there, cannibal. But. Cannibal! Well, speaking of be for humans. 
My number one, of course, and I'm amazed this wasn't hiring anybody else. That's not I'm pissed about this, actually, is Sticks and Bricks. Because, honestly, it kind of made me think of our podcast. Because it's like, if you can't stand the pressure, stay out of our way. Like, I like that. And, like, my the, my art is full of hate. Like, that's just true about anything I do. So, there's hate in everything I fucking do in this world. So, getting my kids to the school bus, there's fucking hate of the weather. So, there's hate in everything I do. It's like, fucking Christ. So, yeah. Definitely, that's I can, I can relate that song a lot. And the fact that I opened with that song, I was like, what is this now? Something I might enjoy? Yay. Apparently, Vanessa's dying to death. Oh, yeah. She uh, texted me this morning, and she is very ill at this moment. Well, it's not good. Up in the ne- up in the negative 30 Canadian weather. But yeah. I hope it's not... I hope it's nothing serious, dude. That shit fucking fuck around and catch catch a small case of death. That ain't cool. Get better, Vanessa. We need you on the on both brackets this weekend. Yeah, yeah. I can't do a bracket without Vanessa. Yeah, never Uh, mind the. Oh wow. Okay, good. Just the flu. Hmm. Flu still sucks so bad, but yeah, yes, it, yeah, it does. But... I had the flu a couple weeks back, and I, it sucks. Yeah, it does. <sighs> Long story actually with that, but I'm not going to go into it right now. But, <laughs> but yeah, my my daughter my daughter had it for two months, and like three places didn't want didn't test her for it, and then we never knew she had it. <sighs> so she's she's coughing her brains out for two months, and we can't no doctor can figure out why. When all they took all it took was a freaking nose test to say it was a flu. Like, yep. seriously, that's fucking sad. But moving on, uh, yeah. Like, so that album actually surprised me because a lot of albums people bring on this, and it'll be like a nice drum line and a nice guitar riff, like what they're open with. And all of a sudden, it's like some, oh no, shit. <laughs> like so. <laughs> the fact that this shit kept going on and on, good, like just made me happy. There was very few songs in this I wouldn't listen to again. So, but that is going to bring us to the next portion of this show. And, and for this next portion, I believe we are going to go back in time a little bit to the 80s. 86, when Slayer brought up four. Well, oh, 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 I'm getting ahead of myself here. <laughs> Chancy, why don't you tell them what album you brought and why you brought it? I chose Slayer's Rain and Blood. Because, honestly, fucking, the guitar riff for Raining Blood is not only fun to play, but fun to listen to, especially when you finally get it down. Like, when you learn how to actually do it all correctly, it's so fucking, it's so satisfying. Uh, I mean... 
there's there's at least two or three songs on there that are probably on my top ten favorite Slayer songs. Yeah, the end. But... <laughs> <laughs> so much heart in that. So much heart in that, Fancy. Not, but. Well, I mean, literally, I mean, if you listen to it, then you should probably understand why I liked it. I mean, it's fucking amazing talent on multiple instruments. Rest in peace, fucking Jeff uh, Hammond, or uh, I don't remember what his last name was, but the the guitar player who 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 died from a spider bite, like complications from a spider bite, like for fuck's sake, it's so bad, but. Such talent, like both the guitar players, like usually there's like one that's good and one that's like, okay, like these two guys could have went into their own separate bands and been successful and they just fucking. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'll be done now. (laughs) Well, there's the heart. There's the heart we asked for. God damn it. Ashley, as a guest, you get to give your review of Chancey CD next. Yeah. Just so you know, Chancy, she didn't know who brought what CD beforehand. No, oh, nice. I, right I, on. I went in it. I, I went into it blind, and like, yeah, like I was listening to it, and I'm like, it's the guitar riffs are insane, and right. I, I love a good guitar riff, and like the cohesiveness of the entire album, it just flowed amazingly, and I'm just like. It's like I cannot play guitar, but this makes me want to play guitar. <laughs> right? And it it was just like uh I was I I couldn't stop listening and like the whole time I, I was paying attention to the lyrics, but like the guitar riffs just suck you in and you just that's what you pay most attention to and that alone like it was hard trying to pick the five songs that have the best guitar riffs ultimately. Well, you know, like on uh, Angel of Death at the mm-hmm. very beginning, that scream. Yes. That's that's the lead singer. That's Tom. That's the bass player. No shit. Yeah, dude. Like he ended up like there's at least two, the two or three. The, I think there's two of them uh, for sure. There's Angel of Death, and I want to say. I think it's like a aggressive protector or uh, reborn, one of the two. Yeah, but he does that scream again, like he did it so many times that he ended up like fucking his voice up and fucking having to change the way he sang. Yeah, it, I was fucking just, but but just that fucking scream though, fucking you're like, <laughs> you're like, wait, what? What is going on? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I uh, it's funny because I actually had a chance to see Slayer back in uh, 2006 or 2005. I I had a chance to see them. They were opening up for Marilyn Manson, and my parents, yeah, they're opening for Marilyn Manson. Get over it, Chancey. But my my parents didn't trust me at 17, new with my license, going to New York City by myself for a concert. They I wouldn't be there. It. Fuck you. <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. Your parents would have been like, "Bye, take some beer with you." <laughs> my par- dude, my dude, my parents 
let me go to my first concert alone. Well, I wasn't alone. I had my, my best friend with me, but we were still like the same age and alone. So like basically same thing. Yeah, well, my parents were at 17, wouldn't let me go by myself. So the whole fucking pissed. Yo, 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 I was so pissed. I bought the ticket and everything on their credit card, and they wouldn't let me go at the, the day of. Like, they said the day of, like, you can't go. And I was like, you assholes. No. How dare you deny me seeing the God that is Marilyn Manson live? But I, I would have just I'll, went. It was a two, well, okay, dude. It's a two-hour drive. Like, if I just went, like, yeah, shit could have happened at seventeen. I'm just saying, it's very possible. I don't know. I didn't know New York City from shit then. I never, I, to this day, I lived in New York for fucking twenty-five years. I still know New York City for shit because I never really drove in it, other than like two times. So, it's, I'll take a train down there any day and just fucking take subway around. I have no problem with that, but I ain't driving around there for shit because parking sucks. Every time I go there, there's a parking ticket involved, but. Yeah, if you go to New York City, you do not drive to New York City. <laughs> no, fucking, I'll I'll drive to fucking Rhinebeck and hop on the train, and that way at least it's only like an hour freaking commute. Yeah. But still, it's just fucking no. And I saw, so yeah, I had a chance to see Slayer, but other than that, I never, I never really got into them. I don't know why. I always just pictured it as one of those bands where you couldn't understand what they're saying. So I was pleasantly surprised, like I understand every word they're saying. Yeah, I was gonna say that's that's definitely not the case. Like I was like, what? what? I've heard Raining Blood like a bunch of times in my life before this. And, From a like, masturbated <laughs> sky! I mean, I don't know. Maybe it was just the quality of what, <laughs> was playing on back, what it was playing on back then, but it didn't sound the same. The fact that like, they fucking said the, uh, From a Lacerated Sky literally fucking, that was like, I was like, sold. Because sold. the sky's lacerated? Like, what the fuck? Well, no, like, literally, though. I mean, how often in any type of music do you hear a word as advanced as fucking lacerated just as part of the song? I mean, not not, not that often, really. I mean, ICP said we're back like a vertebrae. I mean, okay, that's fair. (laughs) But, I mean... Like there's there's very few bands that like go beyond your everyday vocabulary and pull something and you're like, wait a minute, now I gotta go look this up because I don't know what the hell that means. Yeah, I mean, oh, that's kind of like the rap I wrote when I was younger. Like, I put one of those in the fucking uh, chat group a long time ago, and Harvey was like, "Look at you using these big words when you write raps." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Are you insulting me or complimenting me? I'm not sure which way you're going with this, but it could go either way depending on the word." Ah, uh, yeah. But so, so I actually enjoyed your CD, Chancy. You can ask my yeah. wife. Like, I, I felt like I was in a TikTok video where I was just standing in different parts of the house, headbanging to it. Like, I'm standing in the freaking doorway to the kitchen, headbanging to it. I'm sitting on the couch, headbanging to it. Like, I'm outside smoking a cigarette, headbanging to it. Like, I should make a fucking video off it and put it on TikTok. But just, <laughs> I would need a kid, to, I would need a kid to film it at that point, And I don't trust that either of them hold my phone. So, but. You don't you don't trust your kids to hold your damn phone. That's a damn truth. Nope. That and then like get it like you know you're so tall compared to them it would just be bad and for the angle it look weird as fuck. I know <laughs> you're going to see my fu- you're going to see my fucking uh, bulge in the bottom of my stomach like headbanging while I'm, <laughs> while I'm doing the whole time. <laughs> but, or this 
they'll they'll do it at eye level, so you'll just get a video of your crotch. <laughs> that already exists, people. We don't need to make that again. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Jancy, what were the top five for you for your CD? Um, number five, Rehorn. Mm. Fucking number four, Aggressive Protector. Uh, number three, Post Mortem. Uh, number two, Raining Blood. Mm. And number one, Angel of Death. For me, basically, mm. number one and number two are fucking cohabitated because honestly, I think both of those songs are the best songs off of that album. Yeah, and that's just I mean, my opinion. Uh, so, Ashley, as a guest, you get to go next. What's your top five for Chansey CD? Yeah, so uh, me and Chansey had two out of the five, but in different spots. Um, so my number five was Necrophobic. Nice. Uh, number four was Epidemic. Nice. Uh, number three, Raining Blood. Nice. Oh, <laughs> Uh, number two, Angel of Death. And my number one, actually, was Jesus Saves. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was all like, right. The, the riff in that one just, like, really sucked me in. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. That's, I mean, I can't, yeah, that's fair. I can't argue that point. Just like Jesus wanted you to. Exactly. <laughs> he saved me. But, no. For my top five. Uh, Jesus saves does not make the list because the only thing Jesus saves is uh, kids for his priests. Just saying, but <laughs> you're not wrong. Oh, I know I'm not, but I did have two honorable mentions for this CD, Chancy. Hold your hold your surprise, but I don't think you're gonna like what they are, though. Actually, I'm sorry, I have three honorable mentions for the CD. The first one is postmortem because. Wanting to die is your reason to live has described my life for a long time, so I always said too many people be happy. So, sorry, I ain't going nowhere. Number number second honorable mention was uh, Angel of Death. Damn. I was waiting for, for Chancey to be like, no, you didn't! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, you're, you're entitled to your opinion. I'm just I'm just shocked. Like, yeah. Damn. And my last number I mentioned was Epidemic because, you know, which is funny that song came out in 86 and then 34 years later, here comes the big vid. So, yep. They should have been playing that in South Park when they were doing like the whole episodes about that shit. But number five was Criminally Insane Remix because it was amazing. Number four was. Altar of Sacrifice, because it reminded me of like an Iron Maiden like song. Enter the realm of Satan. Like that's my shit right there. Anything that brings up the devil, I'm like all of a sudden I get a little lump in my pants. And I'm like, ooh, what's this now? <laughs> Satan rises. But and then number three is where we matched uh, Ashley, and I did bring blood as well because it was good. It's a good song, of course, but it's just not the best song on this album by far. Mm-hmm. 
Nah, Number for two. me, it's the, it's the guitar riff. It's got it for me. Mm-hmm. Number two is Criminally Insane, the, re- the original version, because I love that fucking song. Like, yeah, I it's good. It. It's just an amazing song. And then number one was Necrophobic, because I love the song title, and I just love the fact. It kept making me think of uh, Cradle of Filth's song, Lord Abortion, where it starts with, anybody care for a little necrophilia? <laughs> like it's I like guess what kept making me think of because the whole necro necro thing. Mm-hmm. I, I almost brought that CD too. I almost brought that CD, but I'll get to that in a minute. But so yeah, those are my top five because I mean the whole CD was fucking but like ama- like amazing guitar work. Oh I yeah, can't believe I can't believe I never really got into Slayer more than I should have. I should got into Slayer more when I was younger. Honestly, teenager me would have been in my car like like at the bus stop. Oh, dude, South of Heaven, fucking Stain of Mind, so many good songs, dude. Fucking Stain of Mind, just like what? Just that fucking. Like, <laughs> Chance is like okay, but he, he's getting off a little bit to that guitar riff, dude. Oh, okay. If you heard, <laughs> if oh, if you heard it, you'd get it. You'd be like, oh, oh yeah, like, oh my god, it's so chunky. It's just like chunk, chunk, chunk. Hey, if I want a good guitar riff, I'll listen to some Faith plus one. But get the fuck out of you. <laughs> Uh, but so yeah i did enjoy the you though I, I this week is actually amazing i the only thing i apologize for is not realizing how long my cd was <laughs> i went with the I, I went with the original version i did not listen to the deluxe version with all the lives and all that shit i was I like did, i did only because there was like three or four singles at the end that i never heard before so I, I was like, yeah. I was like, I was like, fuck it. If I can't find it on the original album, then fucking it ain't good enough to fucking listen to. <laughs> but and I did. I actually do have an honorable mention on mine. Good. Just one? Shit, man. But <laughs> yeah, so ladies and gentlemen, that means it's time to move on to my album, if you haven't guessed that already. And this week, as soon as I heard Ashley CD, I was like, it's time for middle. And I was like, ooh, who do I bring though? Like part of me's like part of me's like Iron Maiden. Part of me's like Cradle of Elf. Part of me's like Powerwolf. Like I I'm like, ah. I'm like, you know what? I happen to be listening to this exact same CD earlier this week while I was working. Well, no, yeah, when I yeah, I was driving back from Maine last week and I freaking just decided like I was in a really bad mood because of some shit that I got told a, a day and a half before. So I fucking like just turned Cradle of Elf like the Spotify mix, which is horrible. And then I'm like, I'm putting on a CD. And I put on this CD, and I'm like, ooh. So I already had this in my head. And then I hear Ashley CD once I get back from Maine, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> Great outfit time. We're going with Godspeed on Devil's Thunder. Oh, how my rampant desire, ripped from the presence of God, now hungered like a beast for the knowledge of evil.
which I actually saw Cradle of Filth live with Septic Flesh and some other band, two other bands opening for them. I don't know who the other two bands were. Septic Flesh was really good. But Cradle of Filth in Times Square, I saw them in 2009, a year after this CD came out. So this was the main, they did all, they did all their hits, but this CD was hit on especially hard. And seeing this music live is just incredible. Like, I'm pretty sure I was Heineken drunk on that freaking show and I was yelling Hail Satan and 666 like the whole time, but it's good. It's a crowd. Oh, but of, co- of course you were, mate. Of course you were. Mm-hmm. Quiet, Igor. But yeah, I mean, this Cradle of Filth has been a love of mine since my junior year of high school when my best friend gave me their greatest hits and I was like, fell in love with Danny Filth and his amazing voice and amazing band. I mean, I don't like their earlier stuff, but like all their like greatest hits and beyond stuff is like amazing. Like they, well, as my coworker once put it, why are you listening to Angry Chipmunks? Because some of their, their earlier CDs, my God, does it sound like Angry Squirrels or Chipmunks just trying to sing? <laughs> but once they got better, that better, I'm guessing better, just equipment. Like it just became amazing. It's like a darker version of Nightwish to me, as Chansey knows my love for Nightwish. But so it's a darker version of Nightwish, and it's just so heavy and so metal and so amazing. And their covers of like classic metal songs are freaking amazing too. But I personally love the CD and it's one of my favorites of by them, even though that list is long and I had to debate like between five CDs to pick this one. So, but I picked this one because it's the first one I saw live. So, but Ashley as the guest, what is your review? Yeah. Um, so as a former theater kid, I, when I, when I first turned this on, I was like, holy shit. Like, it the when they how do i describe it um the usage of other instruments other than like guitars drums bass etc like i love that in music and i was listening and it's it's very it was cohesive but it also it flowed like a musical like i was picturing like scenes and things in my head as each song played like and, and like I could just imagine like artwork like tailored to each song, so like the whole thing. And I too did listen to the deluxe version. So two hours later, but but it was it it's it it's good. Like it it reminded me a lot of a much 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 heavier version of Evanescence. Uh, well, I mean. It's funny, Audrey. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I can I can see that. I can see that. But yeah, yeah I should have I, I should have run night with Chancy. Oh <laughs> no, not for the fifth time. Not for the fifth time. Just did him last week. But <laughs> it's I mean, it actually, it's funny because all it's funny you say that because all Cradle Fills albums are concept albums usually. Yeah, like I yeah. love concept albums. And this this whole album was about uh, Gilles de Race. He was Jonah Arc's like lover or whatever, mm-hmm. and after she died, like he resorted to basically like trying to reclaim his fortune through like alchemy and witchcraft. And he ended up murdering people, kidnapping people. Cause you know, good fun times when you're a Satanist and he was eventually arrested by the Catholics and he basically just ended up dying in jail. And they actually go through like his whole story in order in this album. They don't like just jump around like 
little parts of it. Like it's literally his whole story. Right. Which which I'll get to more of that in my top five hundred percent. But uh did that does that complete your review, my dear? Yes. All right, Chancy, my other dear, what's your review? Oh, it was fucking trash. Total rubbish. Nah, I'm just playing. <laughs> I, I know you are. Fucking Satan will come up himself and slap you across the face. Oh, no. I, I, dude, I liked it. It was good. I mean, some of the... I've always been kind of, like, on the fence. It's always been hit and miss with the... the... Operatic, the operatic, and it like the the symphony usage. Like when it it when it when it's good, it's real fucking good. But if it's not real fucking good, it's not that it's really fucking bad. It's just distracting. Takes away from listening to the lyrics. Or enjoying other elements of the song itself, because you're stopping to think about, like, was this really needed? I can't even think of songs on the album in which that was the case, because the fact that there was a few albums on, or a few songs on the album that, like, I just don't remember. But, uh, and and I'm also thinking of other CDs of theirs that I've listened to as well. Because, like, I do enjoy, like, some of their stuff. Like, one of my favorite songs of theirs is uh, a Gothic Romance, or also known as Red Roses for the Devil's Whore. It's a fucking amazing song. And that uses, like, a violin and all types of other stuff. And or Her Ghost in the Fog, that's another oh, amazing dude. song. I fucking love Dude, did, like, all this, like, the, like, a lot of my stuff on my shit is all, like, I uh, do my like just Doug Bradley, fucking amazing. Every time I hear, every time the fact, like, oh, every time they work with him, I love their shit. Like that's fucking shut up and take my money. Yeah, I get that. And her ghost in the fog is actually the first song of those I ever heard, and the first video. No shit. Yeah. Oh, nice. Like that's what got me into them was that song because I skipped forward to that song because the other songs kind of creeped me out when I was a junior in high school. Like little instant me getting into metal, like their songs actually gave me like a freaking like heebie-jeebies, like I was like doing something bad, like worshiping Satan or something. But <laughs> it was it was scary. Looking back at it now, I laugh. But back then, it actually like like my mo- I think my brother and my mom actually came my room like, what the fuck are you listening to? But. <laughs> But that was also back in their that was back in their angry chipmunk phase where I truly listened to them only for the music and not for the lyrics. I couldn't understand a fucking word they were saying. But Red Roses for Satan. <laughs> yeah, yes. I mean, I, I, I was expecting him to pop up my room and be like, "What did you desire, my son?" But so, uh, Chancy, I'm sorry. Does that conclude your review, or did I interrupt it completely? No, you're good, bro. All right, well, since it's my CD, I shall give my top five and my honorable five, because how could I not on the two-hour CD? It's an amazing fucking CD. And my first... I'm so glad I stuck with your just original album. <laughs> um, Except for one song, I agree with you, but... 
Actually, okay, I, I take that back. Except for two songs, I agree with you. But my first honorable mention was the opening track, "Shout Out of Hell," because I just, I mean, their opening songs are always amazing, like just guitar riffs and shit. But I never like them lyrically, usually. Like you, you normally there's there's exceptions to that rule, but like it's like on um, Thor. Uh, fuck, I forget what it's called, but the Jesus one, like it's all like their opening track was like uh, Dirge Inferno, and I'm just like, eh, that's another miss. But Shadow Hell, like literally, was on my list since the beginning. Just got pushed all the way down by everything else. Next I'm gonna mention is Devil to the Metal, which was on the deluxe edition. And I'm pretty sure it's a cover of somebody. I have no fucking idea who, but it's definitely a cover. I, I would assume with that name. But the riff halfway through it is fucking incredible. So that's why I made the list, because that one riff. Next thing we'll mention is Darkness Incarnate. Because I do love that song, but it's just not one of the better songs in the CD. And then this next album we'll mention was the main reason I think the freaking deluxe edition was a good idea to go with. Because it's Balsamic and Anathema. Because that song was just fire. Like, that's the first bonus track on the deluxe edition, and it's just fire. Like, you need to go listen to that, Chansey. But, and my last number I'll mention was Ten Leagues Beneath Contempt. Because I, eh, it's a good song, but it's just not top five. Number five was Courting Baphomet. Because, I mean, just like the whole story in that one is so deep and the, Guitar is amazing. Danny's freaking sing is amazing. The female singer they have too. I don't know if it's Sarah Jezebel, Deva, or another one in this on the CD, but she's just incredible. Like I love the I love all their female singers they've had. Like they're always freaking amazing. Number four Facts. is tragic. Yeah, right. Like whoever, like when Sarah was on for Nifedamine, like that's like the fucking best female metal singer in the world to me, right there. Like no one has topped that yet. Even Nightwish can't top that part, but. Number four was Tragic Kingdom. I love like the freaking uh, symphonicness in that one. Like it seems like the most evil scene in the movie. Like with the music they have in the background. Like it's literally like Peter and the Wolf when the wolf comes out. But number three is the Thirteenth Caesar. I mean, just same thing, kind of like I go for the theater part of this. You know, like nah, fam, you're saying it wrong. It's the Thirteenth Kaiser. That's not how you spell Kaiser, yeah, freaking. That's how they said it. That's how they said it, though. Kaiser. That's why in this usual suspect, Kaiser Sose. Kaiser Sose! Yeah, but his name was spelled K. His name was spelled K with a K, not with a C. I'm telling you, dude, if you look it up, (laughs) they pronounced it as. They pronounced it as Kaiser. That's why they came up. That's how it. Like eventually turned into into czar. Yeah, well, my number two was Midnight Shadows Crawl to Darken Council with Life because nice. I love, I love, and I knew Chancey would love this too. The fucking intro to that song is amazing. Sometimes I behead him with poniards, with knives. Like, oh, hey, Vlad the Impaler. <laughs> How you doing? And I, when I got done with them, I did the most vile acts to the flesh. Like, and when he does that part, like, it just like, 
like I was like always like ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> like, I feel like, anybody. But it's like it's like who hired Pinhead to do some fucking voice acting? What the fuck's going on? I'm fucking sold. Take my fucking money. Well, he he did it on Thornography too. That's the I'm trying to think of. He did it on Thornography, and like he's amazing on that fucking CD. Like there's one tra- there's one track of just talking in that where it talks about like mad incest and like his voice in it is just fucking perfect <laughs> like it's like so creepy it's so fucking creepy but it's all i mean it's based in the bible so of course there's incest but and number one of course was the death of love which was the main single off the cd begin with but the music video for it is fucking incredible and because it's all about doing an arc burning at the stake like like, well, when she's singing, like, where will you be when they light my pyre? Like, oh, like that shit just, and then that guitar riff that comes in right after, like, oh my God, that video can almost get a man hard. Well, all right like, then. Like, that could be my wedding song. That could be my wedding so, song. I fucking love that. I would fucking love no, that as my wedding song. <laughs> no, no, to self. Jeremy gets hard off of watching women burn at the stake. <laughs> Not the way we're taking that. Not the way we're taking that. Uh, like, I'm just uh, picturing Silent Hill and him just, like, fucking jacking off. Just violently. <laughs> just violently. <laughs> just fucking... Uh, <laughs> this is the best word I've ever heard. <laughs> burn, baby, burn! <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. It'd be more like, it'd be more like disco and fun now, but no. <laughs> but no, fucking, uh, it's no. I mean, just the fucking lyrics, dude. The fucking singing's what gets you hard. Like Nightwish can do it too at some points, but like in Beauty and the Beast by Nightwish, forget about it. Like that shit, like will make you poke through a fucking hole in your pants, but. If you're or a man, like, if you're a man, not a circus boy. Or like <laughs> Firewater Burn by fucking uh, the Bloodhound Gang, you know? The <laughs> roof, the roof, the roof is on fire. fire. But we yeah. don't need no water. Let the motherfucker burn. Burn, <laughs> burn motherfucker. Burn. Oh, the Bloodhound Gang. <laughs> But no, I mean, and yeah, so De- Death of Love is just my favorite song on this track, on the CD, and it's been my favorite song since I saw the premiere of the video, and I was like, and the girl in it is so freaking hot. The girl in that video is so freaking hot. She really is, but she's a metal girl. <laughs> but Ashley is our guest. You get to give your top five next. Yeah, yeah. so I, I, I did have an honorable mention. And it is actually the intro track in Grandeur and Frankincense uh, Devil Mint Stirs. Um, there's very, like, I, he talks a little at the end, but, like, it's, like, the whole, like, the violins and everything else. Like, it, it sucked. It sucked me in listening to the entire album. So, but, like, because it's, it's not actually a song, that's why I got an honorable mention. <laughs> Oh, see, Chansey would take that make, make it as number one. <laughs> but we did have two similar in the top five, and one of them is the exact same spot. 
Um, so my number five was uh, Swedish um, Malif. Maleficent. Maleficent. Yeah, Maleficent. <laughs> I could not freaking say that. <coughs> um, my number four was A Thousand Hands on the Maid of Ruin. Oh, that, that was one of the bonus tracks on the Deluxe Edition. That's a, yes. that was a good one, too. Yes. Um, my number three was Courting uh, Baphomet. I had that higher. I, I actually enjoyed that one a little mm-hmm. more. Um, my number two is actually uh, Corpse Flower. Mm-hmm. And then number one, The Death of Love. It, you just, you can't beat that track when the female singer starts singing. It's just like, oh my God, it's, it, it's, it's amazing. I'm telling you, if you haven't yet, watch the music video. Like, I, it, I'm, it, I'm going to have to. It hits a whole nother high note when you actually like, see him singing his parts and the emotion in his face for it so yeah like he's a good actor danny filth is an amazing actor and like seeing him live is like a whole nother experience it's almost close to seeing like freaking nightwish live like it's just incredible but search chance a lot your top five plus honorable mention i believe you said yes my honorable mention is Corpse Flower. I'm not surprised. I'm kind of surprised it's not higher, but yeah. Mm-hmm. My number, well, there was three of them, my friend. Mm. Three contenders, anyway. Oh. Uh, number five was uh, Godspeed on Devil's Thunder. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four is Midnight Shadows. Uh, three is uh, Sweetest Maleficia. Uh, number two was uh, Tiffigue. I knew it, man. And number one. Mm-hmm. What? What one is it again? Grandeur, Frankenstein, something or other. Uh, actually, no, it's the 13th Kaiser, but uh, I had to fuck with you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, out of my beach. But... Every time, dude, usually usually what I'll do, like, I don't know if you're, I don't know if you've seen the show before or not, but it's like an <laughs> ongoing thing. It started off by accident, but it's like an ongoing thing where, like, if it has an intro or a skit, or anything that's like super short that has fucking like next to nothing to do with anything. That's like, number one. It, oh, it'll either be number one or like throughout my top five. Like <laughs> I did uh, when I did an Eminem album and I had a regular top five of actual fucking songs. <laughs> but, but but first I read him a top five of all like the skits and shit. <laughs> So like you thought he that way. <laughs> like I liked this one that was three seconds long. Right? Exactly. <laughs> I go and this is Paul. Oh my god. Fucking. But it's like it's been an ongoing thing for a while now. But I actually was like, he's gonna expect this. He's totally going to expect this and I'm going to fucking lean into it, but I'm actually going to have a real song on deck. Yeah. That, that was the funny thing about when I gave him an ICP CD because all the skits were like part of songs, so you couldn't just pick skits. Right. 
He did that. To, yeah, he's like, I'm gonna get that son of a bitch. I th- I thought for a minute we were gonna have a three way and actually have the same song as our number one, but we didn't. No, we did not. No, apparently Chancey didn't like Death of Love. But... Yeah, it's not that I it's not that I didn't like it. It was just fucking. It was like I said. It was one of those when she hits those notes and all that. Like it took away from him hitting his. Like when she's singing, like it it it, it distracted me from the other things about the song. Oh, I'm sorry, you can't multitask there, Jojo. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm Ah, fuck, I'm already home. God damn it. I fucking fucking screw you guys. I'm going downstairs. Some bitch, you kill Kenny. <laughs> Dude, if if we if we if we get the freaking guy who sings his Cartman on here, you're doing that. You're doing a voice off. Oh, but... uh, nah, he'd win, and he he would win handily. It wouldn't even be a fair competition. Because like I can't. I you don't are, you are very you are very close to it though, sir. <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I used to be able to be pitch perfect on it, but, like, I would have to practice and all this other stuff, and he's just got it. So, like, mm. it. W- I mean, I would have to practice and all that other I shit. Mean, and... I want to see I want to see you sing Nothing Else Matters in Cartman's voice. Then I'll know who's got it better. <sighs> I, would, uh, I would much rather do a situation where if we had him on the show, it would be a situation where, like, I would do the whole show. I would be like, Oh, thank you for coming on the show this week, Nikoi. I was wondering what's which, which album did you choose, and and why and why did you pick it, Nikoi? And uh, don't don't be mean on the reviews, cause that'll make people sad, sad, and that's just bad. And don't be bad, Nikoi. Don't forget to bring a towel. Don't forget your towel. <laughs> yeah. Your towel. <laughs> fucking butters was always my favorite, though, man. Fucking professor, professor, professor Chaos. Oh, 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 oh. I fucking love. I love butters. <laughs> professor Chaos is my fucking spirit animal, dude. <laughs> All right. Well, that might be why. Might, that's why. That might be why we're gonna be doing another show. We might be starting soon, but oh, that's that's going to conclude Maniaco Music Musings for this week. We had another fucking metal show. And three metal bands that just kicked ass. And I listened to them all one day, yes. so fuck yeah. Literally, literally two hours of Crayon filth interrupted by a dental cleaning. But, <laughs> but I mean, it was just fucking incredible, and I enjoyed the shit out of it. And Crayon filth is always good. So, yeah. But... Mm-hmm. And next week we have Sequoia Blue on, who is I forget exactly what she does, but I don't have her I don't have her album yet, but I messaged her to get it and we should have it soon. Our okay. second po- our second pod match guest. Nice. But we want to thank Ashley for coming on because it's been a fun freaking <laughs> show with her. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. 
And unfortunately, she won't be in our brackets this weekend. But hopefully, no. she'll be in bra- Hopefully, she'll be in future brackets when she has more time. I... And it was also short notice due to some mental funk from my part. But I meant to get one of these done this past weekend. But oh well. Anyway, shit happens. <laughs> shit happens. We drink and we smoke and we get over it. But yep. And we think of ways to de- destroy the podcast world. So. Yeah. Yippee ki yay, motherfuckers. But Ashley, where can they find you and where can they find your podcast? Yes. Uh, our podcast is 30 Flirty and Not Thriving. And I am one half, my co host, uh, Vanessa. And we are on all social media platforms Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, uh, Instagram. And we are on all streaming services, Apple, Spotify, um, YouTube, and we record every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yes, 30 dirty, not thriving. And <laughs> hey, hey, CL, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that's you. Hello. And our, our running joke is me and Vanessa are just cum dumpsters. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Tune in oh, for more. Oh, oh my. <laughs> Honey, I have to go to Canada for work. Be back. <laughs> but, oh, um, not CL apparently, but okay. I don't know then. Register your stream, you goddammit. But, but, uh, yes, we will be. Identify yourselves. <laughs> Come forth, anonymous. Jojo, where can they find you in all your circus glory? Uh, well, I'm on the Book of Faces under my name, which is uh, it, you see, you see that box if you're watching us on the YouTube's and the Facing Books. If you see that first name right there, that's me. <laughs> And then my Instagram handle and my TikTok-y handle is the Red Eye Roundtable. And then my Twitter handle is Red Eye Table because apparently Twitter just doesn't get the fucking joke. And um, I'm here on this here show. You can find I'm 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 just going to let Jeremy tell them where they can find us on that. And as Forrest Gump would say, and that's all I had to say about that. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, you could find us on Facebook as Paranormal the New Normal slash Maniacal Music Musings podcast group. You can find us on Twitter and the gram as that Juggalo Bastard. And you could find us on TikTok as at Juggalo Bastard Podcast. And you could also find us on YouTube as Maniacal Music Musings. Just search the name and we, our beautiful faces magically appear. Kaboom. And that's going to do it for us this week. We will be back next week with our next guest and with three more albums. Thank you, Ashley, once again for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure. And we will see Thank you, you all soon. Yeah. Yes.
Her penultimate sighs caught softly on the kindling wind, her saintly eyes filling with tears, lifting with truth, leaving her screams, breaking my heart, and in the grip of fire I knew the death of love.
Take your soul from my defense to burn Then give up now 